It's 1998. Michael Jordan is playing his last game as a Chicago Bull. Game six of the NBA Finals in Utah against the Jazz. The Bulls are down by one with time running out. Jordan steals the ball, walks it up the court, takes a shot. The Jazz get the ball back. And that's game. Jordan retires and becomes president of basketball operations and part owner of the Washington Wizards. Imagine you're Jordan. You've just walked away from the sport you dedicated your life to. You were the greatest player in the world. What are you now? A living memory of greatness? What do you do? For MJ, it turns out you hang around the restaurant being built in the Wizards Stadium. You walk in every day, shoot the breeze with the cooks and wait staff in training. And most importantly, you eat a lot of chicken fingers. Not snack size, not a standard basket, not even a family sized bucket of fingers. No, a platter. I don't know about you, but when I hear the words platter, Michael Jordan, and chicken fingers in the same sentence, I picture a huge silver dish encrusted with diamond Nike swooshes and basketballs covered end to end with chicken fingers. So Jordan takes these fingers, laughing with his new friends in the restaurant, and shoves them down his throat, one by one. The ranch dipping sauce? He skips it. Honey mustard? Passes it right on by. What about the barbecue? Jordan grabs a finger, drags it across the massive platter, hovering a few centimeters over the sauce, and then quickly, with no thought at all, he flips the chicken upward and into his mouth. The sauces remain untouched. Michael Jordan eats his chicken fingers dry. I'm Scott Rogers. This is The Hard Look. A little about our podcast. What we're going to do is take a good, hard look at some smaller things in life. Today, we're talking fingers. Chicken fingers. Why chicken fingers? Because they're everywhere. Fast food restaurants are pretty much guaranteed to have three things. Burgers, french fries, and chicken fingers. Even Arby's has chicken fingers, and Arby's is the worst. They're so common, it can be hard to find someone who doesn't have a memory associated with them. Your childhood, a teenage date, food poisoning? How have chicken fingers touched you? Okay, so I went to school at the University of Texas. And the place to eat at the University of Texas is the Texas Students' Union. A couple weeks into school, I show up at the Texas Union between classes. I get my Chick-fil-A. I go back into, like, the main dining area. But then behind that, there's like a little smaller room. It's a little quieter, not as many people. So I go back there, sit down, and I'm next to like a guy and his girlfriend. You know, they're just talking, having their lunch, studying, whatever. And then a big, huge jock dude comes in. He obviously knows this guy and his girlfriend. And he kind of walks over to say hi. The guy is like, hey, man, what's up? How are you doing? And the big jock guy just like, Man, I'm doing so fucking shitty, dude. I'm doing so fucking shitty, man. I had this 
fucking gimme quiz in my class today, man. I fucking blew it. I can't fucking believe it. I'm such a fucking idiot. I'm so fucking stupid. I can't fucking believe I blew the fucking gimme quiz, dude. And the guy is just like, oh, my God, this guy's going off. He's like, oh, man, I'm, I'm really, really sorry that that happened, man. And the guy just keeps going. Like, I, I fucking blew it, man. I can't fucking believe that I blew this fucking gimme quiz. He has fucking gimme quiz. She got a fucking hundred. I fucking blew it. I fucking failed it. What the fuck, man? And the guy's just like, oh, my God, sorry, sorry, man. Like, oh, that, that sucks. I feel so bad for you. And the guy's just like, yeah, you have it fucking sucks. Oh, my God. But you know what, man? And he lifts up his bag of Chick-fil-A and is like, these fucking nugs will make it better. And the guy with his girlfriend just didn't know how to respond and was just like, yeah, yeah, man, those nugs will make it better. And the job guy just walked off. Before we go any further, we should probably find out what chicken fingers are. Here's producer Steve Saltarelli. I asked a lot of people if they knew the difference between a chicken finger and a chicken nugget, and it turns out most people have no idea. So we reached out to the Big Chicken Boys for an answer. Purdue actually responded, directing us to an article by Gary Allen, a professor at New York Empire State College. Gary didn't respond to the email we didn't send him, so here's how we assume he sounds. So Gary, what are chicken fingers? When you consider that between three and six million pounds of chicken fingers are sold each year by conventional chicken producers, including Tyson, Purdue, and Pilgrim's Pride, you can understand the drive to push chicken fingers. Essentially, it creates millions of additional revenue each year. Many of us have memories of chicken fingers, fish sticks, and other forms of mystery meat composed of who knows what portions of who knows what animal's anatomy. It's oddly discomforting to know that the United States Department of Agriculture, USDA, an agency that prides itself on creating lengthy definitions for cuts of meat and, for that matter, just about anything else we might consider consuming, has no definition for anything called chicken fingers. The term is clearly commercial in nature, but it's an interesting story as to when it first appeared and why? Answer the first part of the question. We need to look back no further than the early 1990s, when health-conscious Americans worried about consuming red meat, but didn't want to give up the convenience of foods of which they'd become accustomed. Boneless, skinless chicken breasts seemed like the ideal dinnertime solution. Americans love to eat casually. Just about anything we can eat with our hands, we do. When someone saw the chicken tenders sort of look like fingers, <laughs> and could be eaten with fingers, a stroke of marketing genius happened. And then, like, the next week, I go to Chick-fil-A. As I sit down, I'm eating my lunch. I look over across the little room, and I see the big jock guy again, and he's, like, with his posse, and they all have Chick-fil-A. The big jock guy, like, reaches into his bag and pulls out a box of nuggets, 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 and another box of nuggets. So he's got six boxes of Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets right in front of him. He's lined them up perfectly. 
he opens them all up at once and he stares at these nuggets and he just goes, oh, oh shit, look at them nugs. And all of his friends just like cross their arms and are nodding like, hell yes, look at them nugs. Yes, this is good. And I couldn't believe it. There was this rule in my family growing up that when it was your birthday, you got to choose to eat at whatever restaurant you wanted. And for about 10 years, I chose TGI Fridays every time. I did this because I thought they had the world's best chicken fingers. When I was younger, I'd order this kid's basket with two or three fingers. And then as I got older, I progressed to the adult meal. We're talking at least six, maybe seven fingers. They were dusted with cilantro, deep fried to hell. There was barely any chicken in them at all. But what made the meal was the honey mustard. It was more honey than it was mustard, and I'd usually order two cups of it because one just wasn't enough. It was great. The kid's basket also came with a strawberry applesauce, and I don't know why. I went through a big chicken finger phase, probably from the end of uh, high school, carrying in through most of college, I guess. Um, I started eating them like a lot when I was 12, but I remember liking them. I think honey mustard definitely facilitated my dive into uh, chicken fingers, because for a while I was trying to figure out what I could put honey mustard on, everything pretty much. Figured out it's not very good on burgers. <laughs> I discovered honey mustard when I was 12. That's what happened. I got milkshakes and mashed potatoes. With chicken fingers? Oh yeah. And then I and then I wanted to try every type of chicken finger out there at every <laughs> restaurant pretty much. I was I was diving into it pretty hard, exploring the options. It's probably because chicken fingers are like never really all that surprising. If you order chicken fingers in one place, they're gonna look the same no matter where you go. I wouldn't go to like a fancy restaurant and be like, can I see your kids menu? It was an equal opportunity chicken finger enjoyer. I don't want a pretentious chicken finger. Five years straight of just honey mustard. It's bound to get old. Barbecue in a pinch, but <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't as good. Yeah, I just don't really go for chicken fingers anymore. I guess. What happened? <laughs> I had gained 30 pounds and wanted <laughs> to lose 30 pounds, so I stopped eating chicken fingers. So. And a host of other things. Uh, if I were to look at a menu today, I don't think uh, chicken fingers would be in my range of options. I think I would probably not even consider them. I don't know. I mean, I just eat sandwiches and pizza. <laughs> <laughs> So, a couple weeks after that, I am going back to my apartment. After I had gotten my Chick-fil-A nuggets, waiting for the bus back to my apartment, I look up the street, and here comes the big jock guy, and he is fucking furious. He is just storming down the sidewalk towards the bus stop, towards me, and one of his posse is, like, trailing behind him, trying to catch up, not being able to. And finally, like, he, he gets right in front of me, and I hear what the trailing guy is saying, and he's like, hey, 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 man, why, why didn't you get nugs today for lunch? And the guy stops, twists around, looks the guy square in the face, and goes, man, shut the fuck up. 
and that was the last time I saw him. That three-part story was from Wes Doak Neal. He's talking about nuggets, but Chick-fil-A's are a little different from others, so we allowed it. Before that, you heard from Alex Albers and Michelle Neufer, two people with strong chicken finger attachments. Thank you three so much for taking the time to talk to us. The story at the top on Michael Jordan was told to me by Michelle's mom, Carol, who worked setting up the restaurant that supplied Jordan with his finger fix in the Wizards Arena. Side note, Everyone who worked in the restaurant apparently loved him. I was told he's a super nice guy, which warms my eight-year-old heart. Life is a collection of small things. Seconds growing into minutes, minutes into hours, chicken nuggets into chicken fingers. The stories and moments that surround even the most seemingly trivial things, including deep-fried cuts of chicken breasts, stick with us. And really, when you think about it, maybe everything, life, existence, fate, comes down to our choice of sauce. Here's my friend Eric with more on that. Until next time, I'm Scott Rogers. This is The Hard Look. So, so part, of the, part of the package of sitting floor side at a Bulls game is you have a server who takes care of you. Yeah. And there, there was like eight seats. And you know, we, were just, we had eight actually McDonald's before we went because uh, we didn't know about all this stuff. The game started, and then about five minutes later, Scotty Pippen sat down next to me. He knew I knew who he was. And the server brought Scotty like a, a cup of chicken fingers. And like, I think it was like rum and Coke too, or rum and Dr. Pepper or something. <laughs> Do you happen to remember if you dipped them in anything? I, I, I could be off base, but I feel like he dipped them in barbecue sauce. <laughs> so that that always weighed him down the extra sauce <laughs> hold him back <laughs>